Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, July 4th. Happy Independence Day. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon will no longer share COVID-19 hospitalization figures five days per week, instead opting for posting one day a week each Wednesday. That's a trend we've seen in other states. The decision comes as hospitalizations are once again rising in what is Oregon's seventh wave of the virus. What gives? The Oregon Health Authority and other experts now say hospitalizations are not the vital data point they once were, for several reasons. It's also a lot of work for staff, according to state health officials. The number of Oregonians hospitalized with positive COVID-19 tests has climbed 26% in the past week, but remains far below the nearly 1,200-person record during last year's Delta wave. Patients requiring intensive care remain comparatively low. Hospitalizations lag cases, and those are expected to start declining. Well over half of COVID-19 patients at OHSU are incidental cases, meaning people who seek care for other health issues but test positive for the virus. That's a pattern likely experienced elsewhere at other organ hospitals. The state will still receive daily data and could change its decision on whether to publish just once a week should health experts believe it's necessary. Staying with pandemic news, most Oregonians should wear masks to protect themselves from the virus, with two dozen of the state's counties now seeing high levels of COVID-19 spread. The Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention urges everyone in counties that are at that risk level to wear masks indoors and get tested if they have symptoms. That applies to the Tri-County area. The high risk level is calculated by looking at occupied hospital beds, admissions, and total cases. 24 Oregon counties meet that threshold. The other 12 are at medium risk. The Oregon Health Authority recommends people in the 24 counties wear masks regardless of vaccination status, but it does not plan to reinstate a public indoor mask mandate. Health officials encourage people to spend time outdoors with family and friends on the 4th and to stay up to date with their vaccination and booster shots. Here we go again. The U.S. Coast Guard said that the proposed design for a new interstate bridge spanning the Columbia River is too low and that the Maritime Service would be unlikely to approve the plan in its current form. A letter from the Coast Guard to bridge planners last month said that a new structure needs 178 feet of clearance, or a drawbridge, to accommodate vessels navigating the river. Current designs show a 116-foot-high bridge with a fixed span. The current bridge is two separate spans, both of which can be raised to 178 feet. Most of us have been stuck on a bridge lift on the highway, right? Even under planners' most optimistic timelines, construction is unlikely to begin on a new bridge until 2025 or later, after a full environmental review of the bridge design. But the Coast Guard will first need to sign off on a permit. The height of the bridge was one of many sources of friction during the previous Columbia River crossing project, which failed in 2014. Bridge leaders said they hope to avoid a drawbridge because it adds considerable costs but they will continue to talk about the issue with the Coast Guard. The hits keep coming for Portland. 
The city is no longer home to the world's smallest park. Talent Oregon officially stole that title from the Rose City when it opened its new 374-square-inch park in a pedestrian plaza in the small Jackson County town's downtown. Portland's Mill Ends Park on NATO Parkway has held that title for decades. Mill Ends is 452 square inches. Talents Park doesn't yet have a name. The city is applying for the Guinness Book of World Records to supplant Portland, formerly, which has held that title of smallest park since 1971. For more on Portland's tiny park and its history, check out a video on heroesoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash pod support. 